This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's a Cigar Authority. 617-237-1234. 617-237-1234. Saturday, April 16, 2011. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, a weekly show about what they talk about in cigar stores. And this week, we have an action-packed show, as they say, Mr. Jonathan. That we Chuck do. Morrison. I'm David Garofalo. Action-packed this week. We are living large on the Cigar Authority. Joining us this week is the Pinker, a.k.a. Jeff Pincus from Chicago's Sunday Night. It's a man show, Living Lodge. Hang on a second. Yeah. Wouldn't you call them by their first name and then do the also known as? So it's, he's Jeff Pincus, who is also known as the Pinker, because that's who he was first. I, I think he was actually born the Pinker, and he became Jeff Pincus. I'm, I think that's going to be the first question I'm going to ask him then. Okay. <laughs> it was one of the best shows on ever. Sunday night show. Uh, I miss so much watching The Sopranos. And uh, joining us this week is Vito Spatafora, a.k.a. Joe Soup, a.k.a. Joe Ganascoli. Now, Joe Ganascoli is his real name. But, so you, but you would know him as Vito. Vito. Okay. Also known as his real name, Joe Ganascoli. <laughs> I still think you have it backwards. Okay. But. Vito from the Whatever. Sopranos is joining us this week, uh, showing off his new ashtray. This is an ashtray he has. Looks like a gun. He autographed it. It's a pretty cool ashtray, it I is. must say. It looks like a Glock. It's awesome. I dig it. So he's got a great new ashtray, and uh, he's got lots of stuff. He's got sauce, and he's got pool sticks, and he's got lots of different things with his name on it. He's marketing himself, so he's doing a Nothing good job. With that. We know he's out there right now filming a new movie. I'm not sure if we're allowed to say Men in Black 3, but it, whatever. All right. If we whatever, were allowed to say it, we would say Men in Black 3. Whatever he's filming, All right. it has to do with people who wear black suits and sunglasses, and they do the little flashy thing. Right. And part, I didn't know there was a part two. I saw a part one. I liked them. I didn't know there was a part two, so now there's a part three. Yes, you so, live under a rock. Okay. Also, uh, Chris Hopper from Perdomo Cigars, and that's what we're going to smoke today is Perdomo Cigars. We're going to start off with Thank Perdomo you. Champagne. Here you go, Chuck Morrison. Thank you, David. This is a cigar I've always liked, and it comes in a yellow cellophane. What are you cutting it's, through the cellophane? You it's orange. Right? It's not orange. This it's is, orange. It's like uh, champagne colored. How come you're cutting through the cellophane? It's my new thing. No, nah, it's bad. <laughs> you shouldn't do it. You, it, it dulls the, it dulls the uh, I'm not, cutter. I'm it's, not sure if you noticed, but it's Zycar. So it's guaranteed it's for life. It's guaranteed for life. So you'll cut if it does, If it does dull, which it won't, but if it does... It's like, I'll give me a new one. So you'll cut through a tree branch. I will it cut doesn't through, matter. I would not I cut think through it's a guaranteed, tree branch. It's guaranteed for life used properly. That's just misproper. This is the Cigar Authority. Properly is to take the cellophane off it. I'm going to use a cutter that has only one side to it. It's a 
perfect cut, they call it, so that you actually can't cut too far on a cigar. Because a lot of people cut too far on their cigar. I can't stand it. I see them at, at the register. Uh, we're at a retail <laughs> They go all the way shop. up to the band. Yeah. Clip. <laughs> it's crazy. I sell cigars for a living. They uh, want their money back because the thing comes unraveled, and you just... That, that's why it ends you up You unravel it, so you jerk. Just cut a little bit of a cigar anyway. So welcome just in, everybody. Just just, just for a minute to see how tip. it feels. Just the tip. Right. Uh, four stations picking us up right now, uh, listening to us live. Actually, I think we're preempted by a couple of stations, and we're live in Rhode Island. We're live on the Internet. But the Red Sox and, and Ganascola is going to be all over us on this anyway. But they're preempting us right now because they got a 1 o'clock game. Who do they think they are? <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're just the Red Sox. We are the Cigar Authority. So we're on live, I believe, in Rhode Island, WARL 1320. Thank you, WARL, Positive Energy. My new favorite station. That's right, in Rhode Island, picking us up live. Uh, WWZN, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, 900, The Game, WGHM in Nashua, New Hampshire, and WGAM, 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, all listening to the Cigar Authority. If you'd like to watch this mess, uh, we are... Uh, Broadcasting video streaming on Ustream.tv. All, all new words for David, so forgive him for his mumbling and fumbling. Well, this is what I do each time for this thing. In <laughs> uh, Ustream, we're back with his Ustream. Uh, podcasted on podbean.com and iTunes, so you can get this at any time. Uh, or just go to the Cigar Authority, listen live, and there it is. And uh, I want to tell everyone Rudy's back. He wasn't here last week on the chat box, and I see him on the chat box this week. Good. So. Nice. Welcome back, Rudy. We have a chat chat box. He obviously box. went to see his kids swim last week instead of us, which is unacceptable. But I forgive him because he's back. Yeah, what do you want to be, father of the year? Or you want to know what's going on in the world of premium cigars? Exactly. You want to know what's going on. You want to watch. Uh, first cigar is Perdomo Champagne, uh, and we'll ask Chris uh, all about the Perdomo Champagne. But we like it. Uh, it's always been a favorite of mine. It's a big seller here. Uh, here is uh, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire this week. Uh, we have to broadcast each week from a cigar store because in these studios, they uh, do not allow smoking. Which is stupid. So, therefore, we will do Even it live. Even if we were the only the ones in there. I've gone back and forth with Anthony. I, every possible way, can we hang a plastic? Can we put in a fan? Nothing. I'm lighting up. This is a big cigar. How much is this? It's in the $6 range. About 6 bucks. Per Perdomo is the great bang for your buck cigar. Yeah. And uh, we're going to smoke. Nothing cheap about their cigar, though. Well-made, well-aged product. Nicaraguan. Looks like Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Chris will tell us all about them when we get them on. And uh, we're going to do Perdomos today because Chris is here. We're going to go uh, next cigar. We'll go to the 10th anniversary Maduro. Nice. So we'll go from light to dark, mild to stronger, and we'll see what we think of it. And we'll tell you the truth. We know we are Chris here, but if we don't like it, we're going to say we don't like it. And that's the way it is, because this is the Cigar Authority. Well, well, I have to give Chris back the $100 bill he gave me to talk nice oh, about us. Oh, no. If he gave you the $100 <laughs> bill, you talk nice about okay. it. Because Fair we're enough. all about uh, Fair enough. people that give us money, right? But, well. You are. <laughs> I had a dance last night, by the way. Yeah. Banner. Banner turnout. 72 swing? people. What do you swing? Swing dancing. Yep. Sw swing dancing. I rent a small room that, you know. Feels, it fits comfortably uh, with about 50 people in it, and I average about 45 people coming in every couple of weeks. And last night, out of nowhere, 72 people. Nice. All the ducks ended up going in a row. I hit my Facebook marketing. I had my email marketing. Is this I because dancing, in the, dancing with the Stars, is this helping you out? I'm also on a local Dancing with the Stars thing, but that has nothing to do with it. But thanks for the segue. 
A local, are you one of the stars? I am one of the dancers. Okay. There's a fundraiser for... So uh, who is a star? I think this one is Dancing with the Teachers is the, the oh, theme. Dancing so with it's the Teachers, the opposite of a star. Hey. I got a cute little number, though. She's... Yeah? That's okay. She's okay. good in all the right places. So if you want to come to see us, if you want to come see the show, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Take Route 95 down to Exit 1. Take a right on the exit, come to the end of the, get to the light, take a left. We're at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We're going to be here all day running a Perdomo cigar specials while Chris is here. We're going to run the specials on it. So come in, see the show, come and uh, take advantage of some specials that are going on. And, uh, hey, it's cigar smoking weather. Spring is here. Spring is here. So uh, Spring has uh, sprung, as they say. Let, let's do it anyway. So uh, action-packed show, as we said. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, a few things happening in the news today. Uh, L Bubble. Remember the cigar L Bubble? Yeah, those Bubble gum awesome. cigars. Can you imagine trying to pull that off nowadays? But anyway, uh, L Bubble is no longer. They, uh, they uh, set for destruction this week. They're going to tear it down, and L Bubble is gone. Along with, I don't know if they still make the cigarettes. The, no the, you way. Bl you blow into the no. thing in the smoke, I yeah? those. Imagine uh, trying to sell that off. Nowadays, to try to say, okay, we got this thing. It looks like a cigarette, and the kids can do it, so they can be cool. And I used to get the candy cigarettes, not the bubblegum ones. They were yeah. like, uh, they came in, you know, that looked like a pack of Marlboros. It looked exactly yeah, like it, but yeah. it just had a different name because Burrows. they didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like the same thing. Yeah. They weren't marketing to children. They weren't not going after. Not, not at all. Not but the funny on. thing is, I never, I never would pretend like I was smoking. I actually ate them as candy. I liked them. Yeah, they yeah. had a kind of a chalky flavor. Minty chalk. That was, was the exact yeah. flavor of it. It was like chalk. Sweet chalk. <laughs> I'm one of those kids who used to pick the stucco off the walls and eat it, though, so I, I got problems. Hmm. So, anyway, L Bubble's so gone. Uh, but I have managed to save some old L Bubble stuff. I should bring it in someday for you to see. Years ago, when the present election was happening, Richard Nixon was going against, um, I believe, JFK for president, and they would, L Bubble would put a. Uh, one for the Democrats, one for the Republicans, and uh, make a box of El Bubble. Uh, I have them from way back then. Cool. Uh, when Dukakis was running against, uh, who Dukakis run against? Um, Bush. Yeah, uh, George Bush. Bush the first. Um, I have those original El Bubble boxes of them unopened. So they got to be worth something, right? Yeah. I would hope so. Anyway, they're cool to have. I have them. And uh, now that El Bubble factory is no longer... Set for destruction. I don't know if they're going to move it offshore and end up uh, still having it, but um, hey, I, I have uh, basically 50 year old L bubbles. I, uh, I dare anybody. Maybe we bring them in and Why we, we is try. it that they're demoing the factory? Did they, are they just not able to sell enough product in the United States to keep themselves in business? I really don't know. I so don't you know just why bring we... on a thing and are prepared for the second. I, I have the information on it. It just tells me that it's, it's set for destruction, and uh, that's it. I think they're going to build a YMCA out of it. Oh, well. Take, take, take away the bubble gum and build a YMCA. Yeah, good so. place for the kids to hang out, I guess. Maybe I guess. they'll hire Mr. Jonathan to uh, DJ their dances. As they should. As they definitely should. Uh, another thing I want to bring up, and, you know, we're going to have J Jeff Pincus on. And I, Jeff Pincus is a guy that's a very opinionated guy. Uh, I, I'd love to know. No. Yeah, yeah, very opinionated. <laughs> he has a show in Chicago uh, called Living Lodge. It's a man show. And... Um, he talks about it's basically 
this type of show that a lot of lot about cigars and stuff, but it's not a cigar show. But he brings up cigars all the time, so that's why we're going to have him on anyway. Plus, he has his own cigar called the Pinker uh, by Gurga. Hmm. Uh, but we got to get one of those. We got to get one. He would he would have been smart to send one along, but he didn't, and he's going to. His answer will probably be, "You want one? Buy it." You know, like everybody else. So uh, that's not a bad answer. No, good answer. We're not looking to freeload. No. All right, I am, but so. The, the, the thing uh, I'd be interesting to uh, hear his feeling on is a new magazine that's set to come out. It's called Lit Magazine, L-I-T Magazine. Source for women who are tired of not only having a male perspective, but a, the good old-fashioned boys' club publications that are available with the latest news and reviews. They want to have their own magazine, wow, a women's I magazine. I see that magazine going the way of L Bubble. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think much of it, but yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. But uh, Lit is about and for women who enjoy good cigars and can be uh, fierce and confident in a man's world. It is based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and it will have the latest news in a major in a major publication about cigars for women. For women, an huh. entertainment section, an ask him section. Ask him. Well, they should because cigars are really about him. This is my feeling anyway. Not that I don't want the other fifty percent to shop in cigar stores. The truth is, they don't. This is a guy's thing. It's in the, the, in the just over a year that we've been doing the show. Yeah, there's only been two times, well, three times. One of them was the same girl two times that we've done a show, and I've looked out, and there's been a girl smoking a cigar, and she was holding it like she doesn't smoke it all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Puffing away with the two fingers, and she was obviously just smoking it because her boyfriend had one next to her, and she's trying to fit in. She doesn't like cigars. It's a guy thing, folks. And uh, I, I know we're going to We don't get... have to say folks because it's all guys watching yeah, the show right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll, there'll be a couple letters that say, hey, we're out here and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I'm not buying it. I'm 26 years in the retail cigar business. Uh, I can count on uh, one hand how many women buy boxes of cigars. Yeah, they'll end themselves. up with an initial bump on their sales because there'll be a bunch of guys curious to see if there's pictures of naked girls in there. And then when they realize <laughs> that it's all dudes with their shirts off, the thing is going in the fire to keep it going. And then that's it. No well, let, more sales. well, let's see what it says here. Um, it is uh, the target audience will not only be women who enjoy cigar smoking, but also retailers, manufacturers, and corporate executives in the cigar industry who they'll be trying to get for advertisers, um, and the, that value the female consumer in their input. Which doesn't exist. So I'm going to value customers that don't exist. That's not going to happen. That's a failed business model. I think so, too. Uh, recognizing the power and influence of the growing number of female cigar lovers. I don't see it, folks. I, oh, that, that would be, uh, should I just come out and say that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, online wow. version will be released on a monthly basis, which is good because that doesn't cost them. After the print version of Lit Magazine will debut, uh, it will be released quarterly. Tentative date is the winter of 2011. So it's coming out this winter, uh, full launch uh, in the next early spring. Independent women who are not afraid to stand shoulder to shoulder with strong and powerful men. There's been a couple of times where I've seen a woman walk up and buy the cigars, and I was pretty sure the cigars were for her on account of the Adam's apple. So I'm pretty sure she was smoking them herself. <laughs> and 
So there is there there may be one or two people that are into this, but I can't. I just can't see it lasting. If it if it worked, and it takes off, and women are into cigars, we double our business. All cigars double in business. I just don't see it happening. I say it's a man's world here. The cigar world is a man's world. We like what it smells like. There's been so many times a, a woman comes into a cigar store. They put their Every fingers time, on yeah. their nose. They do not like oh, what it smells like. Yet a guy will come in and say, ha, ah, hmm. it smells home. fantastic in here. Absolutely. So men are from Venus, women are from Mars, whatever it is. Uh, I'm not buying it. I don't think it's happening. But Lit Magazine, we're going to look for it when it comes out. We'll get it. We'll rip it apart. We'll talk about it. and uh, Maybe we'll have them on, make them cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lit Magazine, a magazine for women cigar smokers. Over the years, I've seen cigar brands to come out um, for the women, and uh, it's never worked. It's never caught on. And uh, um, the Cigar Authority's decision, I think we're in total agreement, uh, and this never happens. Uh, this will be a failed business model. Um, hey, I hope I'm wrong. Someone, someone's bringing up a thing that you do see women smoking cigars in Cigar Aficionado uh, or in Cigar Snob. Those are not cigar smokers. Those are models. Someone else was puffing on the cigar, and they're holding it up, and that's it. They're yeah. not cigar smokers. <laughs> there has never been one of those walking in to buy a cigar box in any shop that I've ever been in, ever. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks nice. I understand what um, the, the writer is saying here, but uh, I don't buy it for a second. I think this is a guy's thing, and uh, that's how I'm going to build my business model. This is a guy's store. All right, I South guess. South Beach, South yes. Beach, there so, may be a couple of girls smoking. If a girl goes into the cigar bar and she's hanging out and she's smoking cigars, she's looking for the rich guy in the cigar bar. That's what she wants. <laughs> is She wants to hook up with the rich guy. She's not really liking it. It would be me going into the candle store and walking around, and I don't like it there. I'm there because uh, I'm trying to make somebody else happy. That's all. And guess which one's more dangerous? That's what gets me, Dave. That's right. The candles. The candles is poison. That's right. But it smells, the poison smells better than, <laughs> than the uh, burning of the tobacco leaf. But, hey, it's, a, it's another whole story for another whole thing. Um, Oh, another reason why men rule. That's all. Men rule. Um, oh, Chuck, my volume's down. I had a great sound drop. Put it up. No, really? it's too late. It was. I was going to play Gold Digger. That's <laughs> it. That's it. It is about. Uh, I'm just not buying that. That the women are going to end up liking uh, cigars. I hope they do. I'm a retailer. I sell for a living. I will double my business if that's what happens, and I'll be happy to do it. But I, I'm not buying it. I don't think it's going to happen. Anyway, uh, as I said, big show. We're going to uh, go to break, and when we do, we're going to get Vito Spatafora, also known as Joe Soup, also known as Joe Ganascoli from the HBO smash hit The Sopranos is going to join us, and we'll see what he's doing today and talk to him uh, as we come back. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming up on The Cigar Authority. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. 
Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere, and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop, it's stogie heaven! There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super premium vodka. Worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle. Super Premium Vodka. Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum Wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Live radio, right. everybody. Live radio, 617. <laughs> this is what happens sometimes. Live radio, 617-237-1234 is the number. 617-237-1234 is the number. This is the Cigar Authority. We have sound problems. Uh, always, there's always something. There's always something. I believe that my uh, my battery conked out. <laughs> oh, it is your fault? I think it's my fault. Oh, I'm looking down. In, plug I it get, in. Uh, 
You got nothing. I got nothing. All right. <laughs> so we're going to have no sound. It's just going to be us talking today, huh? Well, we'll get sound. But. All right. You, you work on that, and I'll work on uh, um, we're waiting on Joe Ganascoli. He is uh, the guy from The Sopranos. We're going to have him on. He says he'd be on now when he's not as expected. This is a, He's a big shot. You yeah, know? you know. He used to be a big shot. There we go. Oh, now it comes. See, here it is. That's what I was going to bump in with, everyone. Perfect. That would be the right right thing to bump into. Imagining if this was a professional show and it worked the way it's supposed to do, it would be nice. A transition would have came in. It would yeah, it would have like been it, really good. Would have been good. Would have been awesome. Anyway, we lost fifty percent of our viewership. I I understand from uh, talking uh, crap about the women cigar smokers out there. Yeah. Apparently, there are real women cigar smokers out there. So not, we ag- not aggravated. In New, not both, New Hampshire. Both of the lesbians that listen to our show. We're sorry about that, girls. <laughs> now we are ruining everything. Okay. Now we're taking down the. Uh, Today's the uh, happy day, isn't it? You're supposed to not... Uh, is that what it is? It's something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we're waiting on Joe Ganascoli. In the meantime, if you're celebrating a birthday out there today, happy birthday to you. And there's a lot of people celebrating birthdays today. In 1867, Wilbur Wright was born today in 1867. American aviation pioneer, along with his brother Orville, the first successful airplane uh, making a controlled uh, flight uh, in December 17th, 1903, the first human flight. But today is Wilbur Wright's birthday. He was born in 1867. Today, April 16th. Oh, have- I'm sorry, Chuck. Yeah. It's just- <laughs> wow, this is like... Yeah, we're just all over the place. What do you got going no, I'm on? I'm sorry. Another battery? There we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am going to end up folks, having folks, to respond to an email from Dave this week because yes. I... See, I prep for the show. I get all the information, <laughs> and I prep, but it's I, I'm out of control when it comes to the electronics of it. Next week, folks, you're going to see the, the board right in front of me, and I'm just going to have to take over, take complete charge. I don't know what this mess is that's on here anyway, but today's Wilbur Wright's uh, birthday. You missed the cue. It was Airplane. This is a song called Airplane by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, okay. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Today, April 16th, 1889, Charlie Chaplin was born. English actor and filmmaker, died in 1977. Famous role as the Tramp. So this is like uh, sounds from... This is music from uh, from one of his films. You realize his films were silent movies. They had piano. He has a point there. They do have a soundtrack, yes. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So this was the sound of it. Yeah, they so didn't have was... like they didn't have like speaking parts, but they had music underneath. So this is uh, music from underneath one of his uh, films. And this is Charlie running around. Picture him running around and getting <laughs> into mischief and <laughs> dancing. Anyway, Charlie Chaplin's birthday today. Also, born 1927, Pope Benedict. Today's his birthday. His real name Joseph Ratzinger. Ratzinger is the 264th Pope, and it's the Pope celebrating his 78th birthday right now. Let's see what you got for the soundtrack here. You know this song, right? I'm familiar with the song. It fits. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. Losing my religion. Oh, ah, yeah. All right. All right. Oh, oh. It's a stretch. I would have crushed you on this week's day, this day in history, if I had not had to retire. Oh, it took me like an hour to find I was forced today. into retirement. Okay, in 1935, today, born April 16th, Bobby Vinton, 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 Bobby Vinton. And this was his big hit. Do you remember this guy? Yeah, oh. I do. He, he did Mr. Lonely, Blue Velvet, 
Uh, Billboard magazines calls Bobby Vinton the all-time most successful love singer in the rock era. From 1962 to 1972, Vinton had more number one Billboard hits than any other vocalist, including Elvis Presley and Frank Sinatra. Wow. So this guy sold. He might not be into his stuff, as I'm not. But he sold more than everybody else, and that's what it's all about, you know. When it comes to cigars, there's only two kinds of cigars as a retailer. Those that sell. The ones that sell and ones that don't. That's right. That's what it comes down to. So, um, And we're smoking one that really sells. That this it is does. Perdomo Champagne. That's what we're smoking. Okay, uh, 1947. Today's birthday is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's birthday. Wait a minute. I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the last What's his AKA? Lakers. Is there one? <laughs> I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are Kareem. I've seen you play. Great Look, movie. You guys seen airplane, tickets. right? Yes. This is uh, go back to your Terry enjoy. with Roger Murdoch, right? Yes, yes. For you. Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. <laughs> You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> My name is Roger Murdoch. Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. <laughs> you, you tell your father. I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. <laughs> I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes. There you go. There we go. So it's uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's birthday. His real name? Luel Lucinda? What's his name? Luel Cinder. That's his real name. Wow. Nice. Anyway, okay, so uh, we are not worthy right now. We have a great ashtray in front of us, Kujin Ashtray, brought to it's us sharp. by... By Joe Soup, also known as Vito Spatafora, also known as Joe Ganascoli, on the phone with us. Here he is, Joe Ganascoli. Big Dave. How are ya? Good, my friend, and you? Good. Go Red Sox, right? <laughs> uh, they go right in the toilet is where they're going. <laughs> uh, Joe's a big uh, Yankees fan, and uh, it seems like the Red Sox can't have a win. Unless they're playing the Yankees, that's the only person people we can beat out there. But it's a long season, Joe. It's a long, long season, and we're going to see uh, what we can end up doing anyway. So welcome to the Cigar Authority. How's things going? Uh, things are going great, going great. Hey, by the way, Luau Sidney went to uh, what high school? I don't know. Powell Memorial. Oh, really? Yeah, Powell in, Memorial. In, in Brooklyn? Uh, uh, I believe it was in Manhattan. Okay, okay. So you're a you're, you're a born and raised Brooklyn guy, huh? Yes. Okay. Uh, your passion, uh, cooking, a self-taught uh, chef, and then you work your way uh, uh, into uh, acting, and then uh, uh, a bunch of different acting roles until finally you uh, hit the Sopranos as uh, Vito on the Sopranos, and uh, it, it changed your life. That is correct. Uh... I was a self-taught chef, worked in uh, New Orleans for three years, in Manhattan, and Los Angeles, um, and I became a chef at 24. I kicked around a lot, until I uh, lost my restaurant gambling. Yeah. Great, uh, you know, degenerate gamblers always remember their losses, and uh, I had a lot of great ones. 
Because <laughs> you were betting against the Red Sox, probably. It was probably most of it, but anyway. Uh, the thing I'm most <laughs> interested on here, Joe, is I'm, I'm reading in my, my show prep sheet that Dave put here, and uh, the third thing in under special skills, it says ballet. Now, I'm a dancer myself, a professional swing dancer, and I did classical ballet as a kid. What's going on with this? Yeah, no, I did ballet. I was taught, I wanted to become a jockey or a, uh, a ballet, and uh, I wound up going for <laughs> ballet. Uh, I, I don't, I don't but, see the jockey or, or a, a jockey or the ballet guy in you, but uh, hey, you, you, that's a stretch. I'm pretty athletic, uh, Davey. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it is on your bio that uh, you have ballet in there. You did, uh, you did some uh, great movies out there. You were in Mickey Blue Eyes, Ed Wood, Goodfellas. Ed Wood. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I saw you in the Law and Order one, Beer League, and now uh, you're somewhere. And, Mr. Jonathan, uh, are we not supposed to talk about this or something? You're filming a movie right now? I am doing uh, Men in Black 3, yes. Okay. That, that, that's up in Canada? No, 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 no. I, I I was doing a gig up in Canada, but I'm in, uh, I'm filming in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, okay, filming yeah. in Brooklyn. I'm at, oh. I'm doing some scenes with uh, Josh Brolin and Will Smith, and uh, that's been uh, very cool. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Men in Black movies. And, yes. Um, I'm looking. Uh, well, I'm working uh, this week. I'm actually on my way to the city. I'm meeting with the uh, uh, director for an ind- independent film. I'm. Uh, being considered for, and uh, actually I have the role if I want it, but um, it depends if it fits into my scheduling and if they can work around it. Oh, all right. Okay. And um, the biggest highlight of your career right now, you're on the Cigar Authority, so uh, you, <laughs> that's big. <laughs> congratulations think, with that. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to top this, actually. No, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough anyway. But, you know, uh, walking the uh, uh, the red carpet for the Emmys was pretty cool in the Golden Globes, but, uh, I mean, uh, I think it's been fulfilled, yeah. Right, this is it. You, You've you, arrived. Yeah, you, you have arrived. And you're welcome. I'm, I'm holding in my hand your ashtray, which I think is the neatest thing. I, I saw it on Facebook for the first time, and uh, I said, my God, I have to have one of these. And your, your cigar brand, Cougin, uh, that you uh, that you did, um, you made an ashtray for it, which is uh, shaped like a gun. Tell us about this. Uh, it's a uh, it's a pretty unique. I mean, you know, you get a uh, cigar guy. I mean, they have a million ashtrays, right? And usually, uh, you know, when people say oh, I have enough ashtrays, they go, "Well, what is it? Square around?" So um, this is pretty unique. Uh, it does hold the cigar straight. It's got a, it, you know, it's a little deceiving because when you see it on Facebook. Uh, but when you get it, you see how big it is and how heavy. It's pretty substantial, and uh, it holds, I don't know, how many uh, cigar ashes in there. You could probably get at least 10, 12 in there before you got to empty it out. Um, and they come in red or black. You know, it has the red soprano gun like the uh, the logo, or, or the black, which is the one you got. And um, I'm thinking about doing a uh, sort of a steel blue or a silvery one. But uh, they've been going great. They're really unique. And, you know, it, people say, oh, you know, $75 for an ashtray. I said, well, what do you usually pay, $49, $50? And, you know, you, I just sent pictures. I bought a Bing magnet, a couple of license plates with it. I mean, it's a nice gift for uh, for someone or for that uh, that man cave. Well, the best part about it really, like, and you said it the best, is it holds your cigar straight. The groove to hold the cigar is so long, there's no way you're going to accidentally bump it or tip it over. 
You don't have to worry about the ash burning unevenly when it dips into the ashtray. Uh, it does hold it straight. Uh, I, I really like that part. Yeah, and you did well, it with uh, Don Salvatore, right? Yes, Don Salvatore, which is, uh, you know, um, Buddy Products, Don Salvatore, and uh, really Sam DeFilio, good guy. But uh, just talking to him recently, they're uh, sort of getting that out of that end of the business. Oh, no. Yeah. Pile these up because this is a winner. I, I put this on my uh, in my office on the desk. Every single person that comes in looks at the ashtray and has to talk about that ashtray. Wow, would you get it? It is truly something really unique. It is. So if somebody well, wants to get this ashtray, the, the way to do it is how? Well, and they could order that through me, uh, uh, joesoup.com, J-O-E-S-O-U-P.com. And of all the owners that I've visited, and I've been doing it since I've been with Rocky, and then Augustus, and then on my own, when Alec Bradley was making my, and they still are making my cuisine, um, you're the only uh, cigar store owner that stepped up to the plate and got one, and I got to thank you for that baby. Oh, God, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Now, I, I have a question, actually, for both of you, because you're both obviously Italian. What is with every Italian word sounding like it's a swear? <laughs> cuisine. It sounds like you're talking about, I don't know, girl parts cousin. or something. Cousin. <laughs> oh, is that what it means? Yeah. It, it just, cousin, it just yeah, sounds cousin. dirty. You, you have yeah, one well, you know, you, could, uh, you can make it sound dirty. <laughs> you move a few letters around and you get a dirty word, but it's fine the way it is. You, you have members only on there, and I remember one of the quotes you said on The Sopranos. Hey, look at this guy, members only. How long have you been wearing that? <laughs> you had some... <laughs> You're talking about my jacket. <laughs> right, yeah. right, the members only jacket. You, you had some hey. great one-liners one on that show, man. Oh, they were the best. I mean, and when I was growing up in, you know, in the 70s, Everybody had one of those uh, jackets, and they were, uh, it said members only on it. And uh, I still remember mine. Mine was gray, but they came in maroon and blue and black, and it was a little uh, little tag over the uh, breast pocket and said members only, so it's pretty funny. And a lot of people in that club. There was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was one club I could be a member of anyway. You were uh, the top earner of the F of the Tony in the Sopranos in the construction end. Um, yes. And uh, then all of a sudden, things uh, seemed to go very terribly wrong with, with uh, you. Who uh, did you piss off to have him write your character that way? Really? <laughs> How could that happen? That, and that was the shocker. I mean, that was, you talk about uh, around the water cooler Monday morning. Holy well, God, everybody was talking about it. Well, Dave, you know me a long time, and you know that story that yeah. I suggested it to the writer, or the writers. From a yeah. book I was reading uh, about a, uh, a gay um, member of a Brooklyn crew that was a notorious DeRoy DeMeo uh, crew that worked for the Gambinos. And one of them, oddly enough, his name was Vito, um, was a gay, uh, um, he was gay. But they didn't mind because he was very valuable. He earned, uh, he earned for them, but he was also, he uh, cut up a lot of guys. There was a bar in, in Brooklyn called the Gemini Lounge, and above it was an apartment they used to uh, um, drain guys and then cut them up and then put them in suitcases and stuff, you know? Nice. <laughs> nice. And we called it home. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. A place to unwind after work. You're right. Sure. So uh, that was my suggestion to them, and then, uh, you know, all I nearly did was said, I, I suggested that in the, middle of, in the middle of season three, in season five it came to fruition, you know, in that infamous scene with the security guard, which I was on the wrong end of that scene. And um, <laughs> and then it uh, really blew up in season six. 
Really? Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I remember in, in the car, you're talking about with the security guard in the car, right? Yes, exactly. All of, a, all of a sudden, you disappeared, and everybody looking at each other and saying, no, did, did, do I understand what just happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> so much can be said without saying. And I never said a word to, to anybody about that, but, you know, my uh, I was with about uh, 25, 30 people in a, uh, watching it, and then, I mean, forget about it. They just, like, snapped out, and it was pretty funny. I said, get ready. And, right. uh, and anybody that knew me, you know, my, between my mailman, you know, to where I got my coffee in the morning, they got about 10 calls because, you know, they knew I was on the show. Wow. It was yeah, unbelievable. So it, and then to it take changed it all my life the way through. for the better. Yeah. And to take it all the way through into, into was it season five or something, when, uh, or see, season six when they, uh, they killed you. Yeah, well, season six was, uh, what was it? I guess 11 episodes. It was two parts of season six. And, you know, if I wasn't in the episode, I did nine episodes that season, nine out of 11. Uh, if I wasn't in it, they were talking about me. Um, but it was uh, it was a great run. And, and that was the whole point of suggesting it, so I can do some acting. And, um, you know, I didn't want to be a background guy and just do a couple of lines here and there and to be the tough guy and, you know, do that stuff is sort of easy. It's not the... Uh, yeah, everybody you know, does I the tough it guy, to act. Right? Yeah, well, I, I certainly know you, and uh, I know it couldn't be uh, that's certainly acting for you. I mean, you're the opposite person of the, uh, than that, and uh, you did an unbelievable job on it. It was the talk of The Sopranos that it went in that direction. I think it was a great season that, that they did what they did with that. Uh, and um, you did it of all places. Uh, you came up to New Hampshire, which is where we are. This is where the, all the action took place, right? Uh, yes, live free or die. Right, I guess. I live free and die in the case of your character. So, so we... <laughs> well, actually, you know, we said it was there, but we did it at, in Jersey, in this quaint little antiques town in Bolton, New Jersey. Um, but at one time, they brought me up when I was driving there. Now, I kind of forget the name. It was like an Indian name, uh, Skoka Pipi, Skopa, Skopa, the long sort of, does that ring a bell, Skopa? No, I got nothing. Yeah, it's, an, it's a town in, in Mass, and I guess they wanted me scenes. I mean, I just had to drive there four hours, and they drove me there just for scenes, you know, me driving. I don't even know if they use those scenes, but the, me passing signs and stuff. Um, but for the most part, it was shot in Jersey, all those uh, those scenes. So was it was there impromptu on the driving? I'm just curious from a, you know, a fan point of view. Uh, was there just open dialogue, you know, as you're driving, they're just filming you, and your job is just to comment on the signs in real time? Or was there a script every time you go by the sign, oh, there's scope of pee-pee or whatever it is? And Yeah, no, there was no dialogue. I was alone in the car. Uh, I guess they wanted me just, like, looking at signs and, you know, figure out that I'm lost. And, and uh, then, of course, at night it's raining out, and I hit that tree, and I wound yeah, up at yeah, that yeah. Uh, bread and breakfast. Now, uh... And mo most of the dialogue that was done in that show was was everything was written down. You you weren't uh, you know I, I know how you talk. You're talking like you normally talk. Then, uh, you know, was every word written down, or they let you kind of go off on your own and say the the language you that you would know that that's how it would be said. No, no. I, there's a running joke like, uh, you know, um, well, first of all, you couldn't change a you know a, a syllable or a vowel or a, a letter. Or a word you can could never change, 
you could suggest it, but they may have a big meeting about it. And, uh, you know, if you suggest, you'd say, you know, I don't think my character would say that. And David Chase would say, uh, who says it's your character? I made it up. So, oh, uh, <laughs> so, so that was like wrong. a running thing, uh, uh, joke. But um, uh, <clears throat> you, you could suggest, and they might have a meeting, and maybe they would change it. But uh, for the most part, I'm the only guy that they ever took a suggestion from, you know, what happened with my character. Um, and uh, and as you know, that my, my, I played two different roles in the first season. I was, season, say I was the character Chino you know, that went into the bakery. You're the only one that ever had two roles in that in that show? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two now, the other guy, he had his brother that they killed, John Fiore, from Stoneham. Yeah. Um, Stone yeah. Uh, but he killed his brother in the at the airport. He shot him in the car, and he came back as his twin. But I was a completely different character where I was called Gino, and then they, um, they brought me back. So after you did that first role, you figured you're all done, they've used you, and that's it, and uh, you go for another cattle call to try to get the next role? Is that how it works? Yeah, and then I just brought me back as Vito. I, I, I actually, they brought me back for Bacala, but um, then they wound up making me Vito. And, you know, when you shoot that scene, you're thinking, well, you know, it's a TV show. I never done TV. And, um, you know, who knew it was going to be as, as big as it, as it was. Yeah, I, I miss it so much. Is there any chance that you think they're going to bring that thing back or do some movie on it or anything like that? Do you hear anything? No, I think it's too gone, and everybody's gone in their own direction. And there were so many dead characters that, you know, I know flashbacks and all that, but there's too many key people died. And what they maybe could have done is, like, uh, how we all started out. But that's what, like, Boardwalk Empire is, you know? All the young Al Capone and... Arnold Rothstein and Lucky Luciano, so they've sort of taken that idea. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking on JoeSoup.com, and there's a lot of things available for sale. I've had your uh, spaghetti sauce, the Sunday sauce, before. you got a garlic yeah. and eggplant sauce out there. This is obviously with the olive oil and stuff. This is uh, um, uh, Joe Ganascoli, the chef. The the, uh, the book is A Meal to Die For, which I got the book before and read. I thought it was a great book. Uh, you yeah. do it all. You got, you, you, you're you the writer. Uh, you, you can write a book. You can cook a meal, and you can act. You, you got it all going on. So uh, anybody out there can just go on to JoeSoup.com and pick up a humidor, license plates, all the different things you have on there. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, and uh, good luck with the men in black. How's your daughter doing? Everything good with her? She's doing great. She's doing great. We're getting ready oh, for too? Easter, and uh, you know, going to be uh, doing the old Easter egg hunt in the house, around the house. And how's your mom? Still making the lemon jello? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Dave's mom is the craziest, craziest lady that I've ever met. She's what, 80? <laughs> 80, yeah. Well, she, maybe, she, she knows how to make lemon jello, I'll tell you that. That she does. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell her uh, she's going to be very interested that I talk to you anyway. We've got to hook up soon. I'd love to get you on the show live sometime when you come back to the New Hampshire area and show your stuff off. Uh, any uh, plans in the future besides uh, Men in Black? What's going on with Joe Ganascoli in the future? Well, I, you know, I did uh, four independents that should be coming out within the next year. You know, small movies, but, you know, good movies nonetheless. Yeah. Um, you know, the Men in Black is good. It's more mainstream. I, I'm, I'm glad I got to do that. And, um, you know, just been auditioning a lot of stuff. You know, with stuff I'm waiting to hear on, uh, I had a 30 Rock uh, audition that went pretty well. 
Um, oh, just good. getting back in the swing of things, you know. All right, just making the calls and seeing what you can do. So, Coogene Ashtray, go on there. It's seven and a half inches by ten and a half inches. I got the black one. They got a red one too. They're they're pretty awesome. Seventy five dollar ashtray worth every single penny. Absolutely. Joe Ganascoli, thanks for joining us on the Cigar Authority. Oh, my my pleasure, guys. Mister Jonathan, David, always a pleasure, and uh, have you. a great Easter. And say hi to your mom. All right, thank you very much. So there it is. We got typical, a celebrity. Typical Italian send-off. Say hi to your mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe Ganascoli. Was, I miss that show so much. Uh, that way I'd look forward to Sunday night so I could watch that show. Now what is there? There's nothing. There's nothing on TV. There's nothing. I can't even watch the, the, uh, the talking heads on TV anymore. They no. just depress me, so uh, there's no place to go. But uh, that was. Uh, I, I still watch the reruns. I still watch it's them. It's as good as a movie, man. The problem with the reruns is, is on regular television, yeah. the cut-ups are so bad, I can't enjoy it like it was before. So yeah. I, I have it on DVD. I think I just put it in there and watch it. But you don't. You don't do that. That's true. So anyway. Do you have a favorite episode? Well, I'll tell you, to be honest with you, when, when he went gay like that, that was like so shocking. Yeah. Nobody expected that to happen. That was the best one because everybody was talking about it. Game changer. You know, it was always when they, they hit, you know, they killed somebody or something. That was the greatest episodes. Sometimes it was a bad episode and the next day yeah. you come in on Monday and everybody's talking. Says, that stunk last night. They killed nobody. They, you know, with the, out there in the middle freezing. You get used to the drama and then there's nothing. Yeah. It's like yeah. It would a big letdown. And they would use different um, I don't know if... Uh, if it's the uh, director or whatever it was, they would switch off every once in a while. Somebody would really be good and kill all the people, and then there'd be some weak ones that not a lot would happen. And I would say that my favorite, favorite one is when they killed Big Pussy because it, you just didn't see it coming. Yeah. He yeah. did such a good job. Well, the writers did such a good job of keeping that character, you know, sneaking off, talking to the FBI guy. and then... That's what they used to call you in high school, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did call me the director. Yeah, I always director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the director, right. Yeah, go ahead. So anyway, so yeah. the, the writers, <laughs> way to steal my thunder. The, okay. the writers did such a good job of keeping that character so well hidden. You know, he's sneaking off, and there's always a good reason for it, and you just never saw it coming. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they find out, and then, bam. Right. No they more. killed him in the boat. Killed him in the boat and pushed him uh, overboard. But then they take care of his family for the rest of their life. They yeah. end up, you know. The wife gets a check with the envelope with the cash in it, and yeah, it seemed to bo- away. that one seemed to bother Tony through the whole thing. Yeah, that he killed him. So I, I really think they should come back with something. If they ended up putting a movie, it would be a blockbuster. Oh, no question. You know, and, and take a lot of the scenes and bring it back to something. But for a quick money maker and stuff, everybody's going to go see it. Absolutely. I, I got to ask you guys. Yeah. I didn't know you then. What did you guys think of the ending, the last episode? I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. I, I don't even think I saw the ending. They're eating the, um, the onion rings at the end, and don't stop believing comes on, and it just goes dark. And oh yeah, and everybody yeah, yeah. everybody was talking and said, no, this is what it meant. It, you know, yeah. it meant this and it meant that or something. And I'm like, then I'm stupid because I didn't understand it. It didn't uh, it didn't work for for its audience anyway. It wasn't yeah. a you know they got whacked. Show them getting whacked. You know, right, right. That was what it was all about. So. The answer is you don't know what's what did it did they get whacked did they not get whacked? This is the opening and it looked to me like ah, 
I don't like how it ended, but yeah. this was a big money way it ended because you don't know, and it's all set up for the movie. Right. So it's going to be Sopranos, the movie that's going to come out next year. They probably filmed a lot of it already, blah, blah, blah. These guys were, were kept not to talk as it went on. Ganascoli was just saying that he was with a whole bunch of his friends watching it, and they couldn't say what was happening. Mm. Hey, watch this. Get ready. Get ready. And all his friends are watching, and then all of a sudden, boom, you can't see him. And, you know, that scene that ended up happening. And, oh, my God, well, they weren't allowed to say it. There was, it was a hush-hush thing of what was going to happen, it, like a soap opera. Yeah. You know, the, you, it, was a, it was a guy's soap opera. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So the, the, we go full circle. The cigar magazine doesn't work for women, but the guy soap opera <laughs> actually worked. It does work. You just have to have enough content in. You've got to be killing your friends off and, and having the violence <laughs> right, and right. the swear words and the hookers, and then it keeps us interested. <laughs> That's it. It's all about violence anyway. Okay, uh, when we come back, it's a man's man, the highly opinionated Chicago talk show host that loves cigars and fights for our rights, the Pinker. Jeff Pinkus is going to be on. It's a man show. And this guy, he can do all the talking. Don't worry about anything. What? What? <laughs> You say it the same way every time. That's the way just, he says it. It's it That's the way he up. says it. It's the man show. That's exactly how he does right? it. Yeah. Well, that Chicago accent. Yeah. Hopefully he'll come on and he'll say it just like that. He'll say I'll... it. You ask him. He's a great guy, and uh, he's coming on, and uh, we'll talk to him about everything that's going on in his life and in, the, in Chicago. And maybe their teams are doing uh, better. We're, we're asking to stretch. We're asking to stretch right here. It's oh, a heartbreak. Right. Yeah. They want us out of the hard time. Oh, well, all right. All right. So what do we got? Well, I'm going to tell you this, that I, I got on the phone with uh, a gentleman that owns a limo service. Yes. That is cigar friendly. His name is Mo Trembley. He'll be on next week with us. Uh, and they, they set their limos up with ventilation systems and everything so you don't have to have the windows down. Hmm. You can smoke your cigars. They uh, offer a service where they will drive to the cigar shop, pick up the stuff that you want. They'll pick up your liquor for you. Wow. It's a full service Everything. Smoke cigars in the limo like the old yep. days. You're on your way down to the casino or whatever, Everyone's and you've game. got your favorite scotch. You've got your favorite smoke. That's awesome. And he, you're just you're just kicking back he, and relaxing. Is he coming on live here? He with will us? actually. When I talked to him, he said that he wants to come into the store and visit with us and be standing right next to us on the show. Awesome, and so I will, I will use his product because I'll tell you the, the, there isn't an option. That's yeah. awesome. So he has cigar smoking limos. Absolutely. And he will. He's coming to the right place because we have cigar smoking customers who are looking for a cigar smoking limo. This is I'm, a grand slam for him. What's I'm, his name? Mo. His name is Mo Trembley. I'm wondering if we could possibly pick up a uh, an advertiser out of this deal. That might not be a bad idea. Let's see what you can do. Let's see what you can do about it. When we come back, also, I want to tell you about uh, the anniversary, the uh, Two Guys 26th anniversary party. we got a lot coming on, so we got a lot of information going. we got Chris Hopper from Perdomo Cigars that's going to join us and a lot more. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with The Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. 
Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. The Terriers of Boston University are the national champions. Your home for Boston University men's hockey and men's basketball. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Hey, Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers. It's the Cigar Authority. 617 237 
617-237-1234 is the number. 617-237-1234 is the phone number here on the Cigar Authority. Welcome back to the second hour. WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900 The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Watching us live on Ustream.tv, podcasting on Podbean or iTunes, and also uh, everything's on um, thecigarauthority.com. You can see all the old shows right. or anything. Like Goofy that. question. Goofy question. Do we really need to go through all of that stuff? Couldn't we just say go to thecigarauthority.com and all the crap's there? Top of every hour, you got to do the... Um, no, I know we got to do the radio stations. Right. That's a requirement. But couldn't we get rid of those three lines? We don't need to say it's on Ustream and all that stuff. You just go to thecigarauthority.com. Bam. Well, we've had problems before, and they couldn't get, on, get us through the thing, and you said, what do we do? And so... I, because we have so many problems on this show, everything goes wrong every single week, that I feel like we got to give them every single option to be able to catch on, because it's, All right, it's nope. the most unsmooth show on the air. That is we got fair. that going for us. Everything goes wrong every year. This At is, least it's a guarantee. This is week 54. We've had 54 <laughs> weeks of electronic problems. Is That's it electronics the, or whatever you want to call it? Whatever, Mechanical yeah. problems on the show. Morons who don't know how to change their batteries. Oh, right. wait, that's me. That's you. That's me. <laughs> uh, for those that uh, have uh, not been watching the show, Mr. Jonathan used to be the guy on the board, and he would get yelled at every single week, so he quit. That is not why I quit. I ended up with an influx of calls as a result of being on the radio, so I was too busy to do the show. The time on the show changed. It's a little bit later. It works for my schedule now. Therefore, I'm back on. I'm not buying it for an instant. I'm not buying it at all. This is what he's saying. If it gets him to sleep at night, it gets him to sleep at night. But uh, the fact of the matter is he messed up a whole bunch. We've got Chuck Morrison on here. He takes over. He messes up, too. I blow up equipment, man. Right. So what am I going to do? So it is what it is. The show. Uh, Why don't we talk right now with an expert on the radio who does not seem to have problems like we have, and maybe he can point things out and. Tell you to fire Chuck and I, and then, you know. A absolutely. He, he comes put, on. He and wouldn't put up with this crap. I'll tell you right now. Is he on the air? Jeff Pincus, where are you, Jeff Pincus? I'm right here, my friend. How are you, buddy boy? Very good. The Pinker. This is awesome. Uh, Jeff Pincus from Chicago, Illinois. And it's a man show. Living Lodge in Chicago. Great show. I, I've been listening for uh, a couple of years anyway. And you got it down mechanically. We certainly don't on this side. What's the What's the trick? What's the trick? Fire everybody until you get it right. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Th thank you for that raving, raving support there. <laughs> well, you're asking. No, you know what? In, in, uh, something goes wrong all the time uh, on my show, too. I mean, so the phones go down, things happen, you lose callers. It's just uh, all kidding aside, that's the great part about radio because you really have to be on and you really have to. I Actually, I kind of I don't mind the failures because it makes you see how good you really are because... You know, it's not you learn how to you're not reading off sure. a teleprompter. Right. It's a it's a live show. I mean, these right. shows are live. There's no editing that's going on. It right. is what it is, and it just seems every week it's going. You got Frankie Boy on your side. He does a great job. It seems to. Uh, I, I check that show out, and it seems to go so smooth. And I see he's in between at the at the breaks, and everybody's relaxed. At our breaks, we're out of our minds. Everybody's yelling at <laughs> we, each, each person. We have to go off camera and take it uh, yeah, behind the scenes. It becomes the blame <laughs> game over here, and uh, I don't know. We got to learn from you anyway. Uh, well, we have years you know i've been doing it for three years not that i'm any kind of major expert i appreciate that but i've been doing it for three years and you know we just kind of 
And, you know, I'm not exactly not a type A. I'm type A big time. We just kind of go with the flow. Plenty of things go wrong. You just, as you, whoever, Dave, you being the lead man, it's kind of the old, you know, uh, it starts at the top. It all depends upon how you handle it, your mood, your, you know, your, your uh, attitude. You know, I'm just, I, I just, I, it doesn't pay to get crazy, believe me. Well, I, pick, I picked a terrible time to quit smoking, so I'm not going to quit smoking because I get too <laughs> aggravated. I need a nice cigar. And speaking of cigars, you even came out with your own cigar line. Tell us about it. I've got a cigar, and um, uh, I've got a cigar, and um, now, and I'm, I'm expanding it in about oh, 60, 90 days. Alec Bradley's going to be making it for me, and we're going to come out with another three sizes. Uh, right now, I've got like six by sixty, and then we're going to come out with a, a robusto, a gorda, a little fatter. A Churchill, a Toro, and uh, also the six by sixty. So I'm I'm kind of excited, but you know, you know, when, it's fun. When six by sixties came out, and uh, they they started a few years back, and the, and you come out with one cigar, and it only is a six by sixty. I scratch my head as a cigar retailer, and I'm saying six by sixty. My God, you know, it's way too big. How many people are smoking a cigar? And I'll tell you, and we bring it up every single week, 6x60 is the hottest-selling size magic cigar. Number. It is unbelievable. And, that, and, and you chose, not being in the cigar business yourself, coming out of left field and saying, yeah, we're just going to only have one size, 6x60. Holy God, but you hit the nail right on the head. Perfect. Well, it was just, you know, that's kind of what I like. And, you know, the name of my show, it's Living Large with Jeff Pincus and... And, I, and, and, yes, you want to do it for the masses. I came out with it in the summer. There was kind of a method to the madness. I thought, well, if anybody's going to smoke a fat cigar, now's going to be the time because it's a good golf, golfing cigar. It's a good kind of cigar to hang out in your backyard. Not that the other sizes aren't. And, I, I you know, I you did it conservatively. Um, I didn't want to just go, you know, jump, you know, jumping, you know, into the shallow end head first and kill myself and see if it was accepted. And now I've got a little... You know, we've got some, uh, you know, we've got, we've made a little headway, so now it's time to, you know, the, the blend is going to stay the same, but the, uh, now I'm going to come out with some more sizes. It was just trying to put two and two together. It's not rocket science, but I hear no, you. No. I hear you. Yeah. Now, Mr. Jonathan wants to hear what you call your show. It's Living Lodge, but what is it? It's a man show. <laughs> See? Uh, all right. No, then Dave was saying it exactly the way you say because I was teasing him. I'm like, you sound like a dork. He's like, oh, no, that's the way it really is. So, so way to well, talk to our guests. You sound like a dork. Not well, him. You sound like a dork. You know what happened? One day, one day I was hoarse around the office, and someone kind of showed it. It's a man show. It was like, kind of like Curly, and I just, right. uh, it just kind of, you know, and that's, you know, I got the name The Pinker. You know, it's like you never give yourself a nickname. That's really dorky, you're giving yourself your, your own nickname. Someone started... You know, the name is Pinky, so they would call me, you know, I, you know, Pink, you know, Pink, you know, Pinky, Pink, you know, Boop, Pink this, Pink. But the Pinker just kind of stuck, and uh, so did it. And, and it is a man show. And the reason why I say it's a man show, and by the way, we've got a, we got a fair amount of women listening, and it's because we just tell it the way it is. You know, uh, I don't know how it is in the Boston area, but I could tell you in the Chicago area, uh, radio is really a sad state of affairs. There's all the, the, these these guys, a lot of these what I call personality radio. It's gone. You know, everything is yeah. just politics, which is great. But, I mean, how much politics? Or they've got a couple stations where it's like talking elevator music where you could you could fall asleep behind the wheel. There's none of a lot of these, uh, let's call them shock jocks, just for, I don't like that term, but for yeah. lack of a better term, they're gone. So it's a man show. We just kind of like, we have fun. It's not mean-spirited. We just tell it the way it is. And we're just honest and have a, and we're straightforward. And as you know in life, a lot of people don't like that, but we don't care. We just do it anyway. But a lot of people do. 
So we don't There's try to enough people everybody. That like it. We have our niche, and we have a great time. Yeah, it seems like you guys are having fun for sure. Uh, cigars turned out to be a, a big part of the show, which is great, uh, but it's not really a cigar show at all. It's just man's world type of thing, right? Correct. Correct. It's, it's women, of course, uh, uh, cigars, cars, man food. We have people on from restaurants. Uh, cars. Uh, tomorrow cars. night, as a matter of fact, here, I'll give you an example. This is kind of a little plug for these guys. You know, there's this company out in Columbus, Ohio. You may have heard of them, Dave. Uh, called Cigar Explorer. They do a lot of videos for, like, Rocky and some of these other big cigar companies. And they're, they're two nice young men. One of the men happened to be Japanese. His name is Mario. So um, tomorrow, I guess, and I don't know the gentleman's name off the top of my head, but you know all these guys from the Dominican who, who owns or runs La Aurora Cigars. Do you know who I'm talking sure. about? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they're coming on the show and they're coming out with a cigar, and all the proceeds are going to go to the tsunami in Japanese, Mario's Japanese, which I think is kind of cool. So, you know, we incorporate stuff like that. So we have a lot of cigar people on, and, and uh, we'd like to, we'll have you on sometime. It'll be a, a good time. But cigars are about the good life, and that's kind of what the, the show is. And it's just, you know, everybody gets pushed under the bus. We just have a riot. It is, it is. It's a riot. We have a good time. Yeah, you have a Sunday night show, uh, 7 to 9 in Chicago time, right? Right, 8 to 10 your time. It's, uh, and we do the same thing you guys do. We've been doing it for a while. We use stream it. So it's, it's jeffpinkus.com, G-E-O-F-F, with a G, G-E-O-F-F-P-I-N-K-U-S.com. So people out in that area can, you know, can uh, tune in and check it out. And I invite them to do so. And we really you guys must be having a, a, uh, a great time given the Blackhawks season this year. Hmm? It certainly gives you enough to talk about. The Blackhawks, nah, Blackhawks are, well, you know, listen, we won last year. We're thrilled. Uh, they just don't have the horses. They got stuck in the salary cap, and, and they have to give a lot of, they have to give a lot away of their horses. They just don't have guys like Bufflin in, in front of the net. So what are you going to do? But, uh, and, uh, but and you guys have Boston. Boston, you, you know, they lost right. the, the Canades, huh? But I like it because, you know, I'm an old, little older, not all super old, but, I mean, I'm an original six guy, so it's nice to see an original two original six teams you know, a square off. Are you allowed to smoke on your show in the studio? Not at all. No, not at all. Are no. you? We are not. So we do it actually every single broadcast we do is out on the road because we want to smoke during the show. So we actually set up each broadcast. What do you call this? Remote. 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 So we remote every single broadcast so that we can end up smoking because there's no smoking out there. Which in is the probably, that's probably the number one reason why we have so many technical difficulties because some shows, they do a remote, and they end up with their technical difficulties on that one show, but they're back in the studio the rest of the time. So it's oh, not see, I didn't know deal. that. When you said technical difficulties, that's absolutely true. When I take the show on the road, which maybe we do every couple of months, it's, it's, it's a giant pain. There's always a problem between the engineer in the field and the engineer back at the studio the phone lines and so on. So I, I could see that happening. And, uh, you know, it's funny you say that. I have, me personally, I like the studio. Um, me, me personally. I mean, I, it's fun to be out there, but you're doing a cigar show, so it's a little different. I'm in the right. zone in, in, the, uh, in the studio, me personally. I'm in the zone better. I, I don't focus as well, I notice, on the remotes. I do an okay show, but when I'm in the studio, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's like personal preference. You know, some guys sure. do work, work out of their home. I could put an ISDN line and do it out of my house. I don't like to do that. I'd rather go to the, you know, to the station. You kind of get in the zone that way. And a lot of people do yeah. broadcast out of their house. Well, we haven't even tried it once, but they're hey. not going to let us smoke, so I'm not doing it. Did you say that 
you're not smoking? Did you say that? No, we're no, smoking. No, we are smoking. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we smoke No, you said you, 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 Dave, when, 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 when she said, I'm irritable, I'm not smoking or something. I, I oh, you, no. no. This would be a bad time for him to quit smoking because... Because I'm so aggravated. Oh, oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, we, we, we don't get our points across very well here either, but <laughs> hey, whatever it is, it is... <laughs> Yeah. It is what it is. We're just struggling. <laughs> well, uh, you know, one thing that I, I've always liked about you is your pet peeves, things that really bother you very much. And one of them is guys that wear sandals, which you oh, have uh, eloquently known <laughs> as mandals. Tell Mandel. us your problem. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us your problem with that. What, mandals? Yeah. What's the problem with it? Uh, it's just, it's gross. It's ugly. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's disgusting. I mean, it's, I... I you know, when we were, again, I, I hate to say it, sound like, you know, right? We all said the same thing. When I was a kid, but honest to God, we used to wear topsiders as kids or tennis shoes. Guys didn't wear sandals, mandals. I mean, this yeah. metrosexual nonsense, it, 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 it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, a nice pair of shorts or a shirt, and you wear the mandals. Maybe some boat I mean, shoes. What? You could wear some boat shoes, you know, no socks or whatever. That's right. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. But I mean, cover those toes. Cover those hairy toes. Cover those right? ugly hairy. Exactly. I mean, okay, maybe an exception. I mean, you were flip flop. Maybe I don't. But maybe you know, down to the pool. But guys in mandals, I just doesn't. It just. It's like the here. I'll, I'll clean it. It's the wussification of America. Okay. Well. There, someone just brought up uh, an interesting point, and I'm not going to mention Chris Harper's name <laughs> from Perdomo Cigars, but uh, he said that Jesus wore sandals. Well, good what do you for say Jesus. To that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good for, good for Moses too. Okay. Right. And by right. the way, they didn't have shoemaker to your friend Chris. They didn't have shoemakers back then. Okay. <laughs> Buy a pair of shoes for God's sakes. We're here. You know, sometimes guys actually come here in the winter time with shorts and sandals. Oh, black well, jobs. In, in the wintertime, it's the craziest thing. But and, I, and, and, I'll t and I'll tell you a reason for that, and, and, and I'll tell you why I have the phobia. I'll be honest with you, a little bit of business behind it. When I was a kid growing up through high school and college, I worked at a shoe store, okay? So, all right. you know, all right, so a men's shoe store. And guys, some men would come in, you know, or, or guys, and they, they, you know, with their fat stomachs and their white beater T-shirts, and they pull socks out of their behind, you know, out of, you know the, <laughs> the roll, and they'd put them on and ask for a pair of sandals. I mean, get sick. And then they'd wear the sandals, and it was an $11 call. In other words, you made 66 cents, you made 2 cents, and then you went to the bottom of the list. That was considered a, see, it was a, considered an up, so to speak. So I, I, I guess I have that. I can't stand them anyway. So there's, there's still along with, you know, along with. You've uh, touched your share of men's feet, and you're sick of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. They just, I mean, I, I and, and uh, so that's just, that's just, but you're right. I, but that's what makes the show because when you, when, when you have some pet peeves and you get people on, and you rip them. And by the way, it's true. You can't come into the studio. You know, if you're wearing a pair of mandals, I make you sit in this, and I've done it. In the studio, we have a microphone in the engineer's room. They come in like a guest or something wearing sandals or flip-flops. say, I'm sorry, you're not allowed. They go, you've got to be kidding me. I say, not kidding. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Not, not kidding. And then what I do is I have those, you know, you know how those realtors have those, like, you know, our doctors, you know, wear those footies, you know, over their shoes and stuff for germs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give them those. So you want to come in, you have to wear these footies. They go, are you? It's true. But that goes with if, the show. Then they know that they walked into, like, a, a beehive. Right. Sick. If they ever listen to the show, they know that that's your problem. you got a big problem with it. And you know and what? I'll I tell you. people, don't you know, I tell yeah. people, I say, you know what? Sometimes people get a little bit upset. Not often. It doesn't happen a lot. Upset. Because I, I like to have a, you know, just kind of screwing around. But I tell them, listen, 
if you didn't check the website and you didn't listen to maybe 10 minutes of a show or 20 minutes of a previous show, shame on you. It's like going into an interview. I mean, you should yeah. know what you're your walking into. And if you don't how know... Do you feel about, hmm? How do you feel about people over the age of 16 wearing Crocs? Worse. That's just as bad. All They all go the same. <laughs> Crocs, flip-flops, mandals, they're all in the same category. <laughs> See, my problem with Crocs is it's a rubber shoe. And your foot is just festering in there. And they have the air holes, and the air doesn't get in enough to stop your foot from sweating. It just is enough to let the smell out. Well, shame on you for even trying them. Okay. <laughs> wow. I never said I tried Crocs. Well, I, yeah, yeah. All right, I have. You're not going to admit. I have. You're not going to admit. Yeah, you have. Who are you kidding? <laughs> Jeff, he's a, he's a vegetarian. He's a metrosexual. Uh, he's a Good. ballroom dancer. I can tell you a lot about this guy. Uh, I'm with him on the sandals, though. I don't like sandals <laughs> at all. Every time I see somebody come in sandals, and this has been going on for two years, I think of you. So oh, just cool. so you know that, it's really, it really attached myself to, I appreciate oh, my God. That. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, what's the plan for the future for uh, Living Lodge? Well, like, it, we, you know, it hasn't happened. We'd like to, uh, we're working with a couple of stations. We haven't gotten there yet uh, down in Florida. But we're, 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 you know, I don't want to just say we're close to getting on, um, you know, hopefully a couple more stations. And uh, that's what we're just, we're just trying to um, uh, we're just trying to grow the show. and uh, well, I, I, think, growth. I think the show works everywhere. I think uh, it could be syndicated because uh, it's not a Chicago show. That the, the, You're talking to basically the man's man, and they can appreciate it no matter where they live. I think. I agree. Just about. Yeah. I agree. So, uh, yeah, good, good for that. Uh, uh, it, it's a great show. And, uh, again, uh, to get to AM560, W-I-N-D, you can uh, actually go onto their website, or you can just go on to jeffpinker.com, G-E-O-F-F-Pinker.com, Pinkus.com. Pinkus, right. You got it. And uh, we, we catch that on Sunday night. Right. And uh, what else? What else, Mr. Jonathan? We're actually terrible at filling time, so uh, please help us with this. <laughs> you want me to help you fill time? <laughs> yes, yes. You guys are supposed to be radio gods. I mean, come no, on. No, not at all. We, we, we got a minute to go, so uh, give us something. Give you something. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll let, I'll, I'll let everybody know from me. We'll give you a little plug that I'm sure you do. But if anybody wants great cigars, you go to Two Guys Smoke Shop. You've got, what, three locations? And, Dave, I'll tell you what, I really... You know, the first time someone asked me the other day how we met, and I said I kind of like tackled you almost at the cigar show three almost three years ago, right? Right, and, right. And, uh, and and you're a good guy, you're down to earth guy. You don't think your poop stinks, and I, you know, and uh, you know your stuff, and, and 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 I and I admire that you are trying to expand your brand by doing this radio thing. It's not easy. Everybody thinks radio is easy. That's why you go try sitting there in, in, in the seat for two hours. Most people, like I tell people, most people have one talk show in them, and that's about it. So right. yeah. I admire what you're trying, uh, what, what you're doing, and you've been on 54 weeks. It gets easier, and uh, just keep pounding away. Just keep we pounding away and, have, and having a great time, and you guys will be great. You guys will be Every fine. week, certain things get easier, and then we find other things that get more difficult. You know, you run out of people that you're going to interview. You run out of guests, and, you know, some weeks we spend three days just searching and searching and searching, trying to find someone that's interesting enough to bring on, because there's plenty of people that want to be on the radio, but 
you know, who is going to be interesting enough? Bring on to a fill couple of hot chicks that smoke cigars. Bring on a couple of your of your seriously of your great customers that that, that you really like that you have a relationship. They would love that. Do stuff Dave like that. Dave is actually this. taking notes right now. This is good stuff. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Get involved with with um, and you know what? The best, listen, like I said, I'm not God's gift to radio, but let me just tell you something. What I do seriously, it's in my in my DNA now. Every day, like you know, people say, "How long does it take you to plan the show?" I say, 20 minutes." You know why? Because during the week. I, 24 hours a day, I've trained my mind to like just look at everybody. Seriously, I walk into Costco, I walk into a, a cigar show, I'm just so sure I'm getting gas, whatever. You find people, it's amazing if you open up your eyes to that. But you're right there in, 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 in your spot right now. You've got some cool people, you've got some unusual people, you've got some interesting people that do stuff, that like cigars. I got news for you, you ask them. If they want to go on the radio for five or ten minutes and, 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 and talk about what they like smoking, I promise you, you'll even get more business because then they tell their friends to listen and their other friends to listen. And I'm telling you, it's, and, and it's a big deal to people, a lot of people. Not everybody, but they love being on the radio. If you have a problem with your guests, go after a couple of customers that you really like. And all of us have good relationships with some customers. You call them up sure. and say, how would like to be on my show? They'll love that. Bring people like, here, you're on a remote. Bring some people in like are, that are out at the uh, on location with you. They love that. It's good stuff. Beautiful. Okay. All right, that's Jeff Pincus. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. I you're appreciate welcome. That Thanks very for having much. me on, guys. All the best. Uh, all right, that's Jeff Pincus, Living Lodge. It's a man show. It's a man show. And, Have uh, a great day, guys. All right, you Have too. Have a good one. And, Thanks uh, again. We're gonna th- we're Thanks, gonna, Jeff. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we got Chris Hopper, and we're going to talk about this uh, Perdomo 10th anniversary cigar that they have out along with lots more. So stick around. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare, aged tobaccos in old-world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can get 
guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. And it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness, That will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. One hug, two kisses, and my coochie, coochie girl. Okay, we're back on the Cigar Authority, and joining us is Chris Hopper from Perdomo Cigars. Hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. Welcome Thanks in. for having me, Welcome buddy. Welcome in. Thank you for stopping by. You just impromptu cigar event going on here at Two Guys today? Absolutely. We wanted to come in and help you guys out. We've got uh, Roy working for Perdomo Cigars now, Roy Kirby. Uh, Roy Kirby used to work for me. Good man. Great man. He's been having a lot of fun, and we said we called you up and said, 
we want to come do something. You mind? And you said, sure. And I sure, said, show up. There's always something happening here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We're smoking in honor of you being here. We're smoking nothing but Perdomos today. First, we had the Perdomo champagne that I've been smoking many, many times. I love the cigar. It's a mild, smooth Nicaraguan cigar. And now we're smoking something I haven't smoked a lot of, which is the Perdomo Maduro 10th anniversary. Tell us about this. 10th anniversary Maduro Reserve. Fantastic cigar. Um, uh, you've had Nick on before, so you know this. We grow 95% of our own tobacco, and that cigar is all us. Triple fermented Maduro wrapper, Esteli Nicaragua filler binder. Great, great medium-bodied cigar. What do you guys think? You tell me. No bite. No, no. bite. That's yeah. from all the fermenting that's happening there. Yeah, it's very, very smooth. You would expect for something so dark that it's going to punch you in the face. And Our fermentation process, uh, Jonathan, is, is uh, in my opinion, second to none. I've worked for three other companies, uh, and, and I will say that our attention to detail, especially with wrapper tobacco. I mean, that's at least two years' age on the wrapper oh, tobaccos. Wow. We have a gentleman named Aristides Garcia who's been uh, with Nick uh, and Nick's dad for many, many years. Right. And uh, he'll he'll sit on that tobacco for, for months until he says it's ready. And that's the cool thing because Nick has, has given him that ability to say, this is your baby. Well, there's no doubt that he is doing the right thing as far as putting the cigar out when it's ready because you see a lot of uh, burn problems with Maduro cigars, that the combustion level on different tobaccos are different, but when you smoke this, it's all burning evenly. Very even. Which, which doesn't wow, happen. me too. Right. Maduro. So <laughs> consistent, how, you know, three in a row, here it is, and this is how it is with, with all Perdomo cigars, that no rush. Put them out when they're ready, period. That's it. Absolutely. And you guys have had Nick on before, so you know he's an attention-to-detail guy. Absolutely. And, and and the cool thing about it, I mean, it's a family company, and, and Roy's just joined us, and, and Nick makes you feel like you're a family member. You know well, that, Dave. Yeah. You know that. Nick he is makes, my friend. He's absolutely. my friend. Absolutely. He makes Second like is, he's the guy I buy from, but he's my friend. Yeah. It makes a big difference. And and the cool thing for us is, is well, he grows enough tobacco that we can sit on it. We've got six six years worth of Seiko. We've got six years worth of Viso. You know, we've got five and a half years worth of Lee Harrow. That makes a big difference when you when you're making a cigar. You want the consistency, the quality of the cigar, and that's what you guys are seeing when you smoke it. And despite the great quality that it is, the amazing thing that I've found that happened in the past couple of years is what happened with the price, which is price reduction. Something that has never been never been done in this industry before. Now we're starting to see a little bit of it happening, which is a great thing for the consumer because things are tough nowadays. But Nick did it. He lowered the price of the cigars. He lowered the price and he absorbed that S-chip tax, which we all, I mean, it's terrible. I, we hate the S-chip tax. We hate paying taxes. I, I don't. We hate taxes. Yeah. We hate taxes. Thank yeah. you. Just want to make tax sure day. we're good on that. Tuesday here because Monday's a holiday. April 15th was yesterday, but it's tax day. You know, talk about feeling terrible about taxes. Now is the time you feel the worst about taxes. And yeah. he, when you say absorbing it, he's got to pay it, but he's paying it. He pays it. He does not pass it on to you. And then you, in you turn, don't pass it on to the consumer. And it's so fantastic. So the, the key at that point would be to sell more cigars because obviously he's cutting into his profit by absorbing that tax. So you, you're looking for a long win rather than a short win. I think so, Jonathan. And I think the good thing is that that the retailers recognize what Nick's done, and then and now the consumers are seeing it because, I, I mean, we use stickers, we use shelf talkers to promote what Nick has done. Sure. And that makes a big difference because guys go, he absorbed the tax? I'm going to try one. Absolutely. And that's cool when a person will say, I'm going to jump out of my usual realm, and I'm going to try one. And and that's what guys are doing. Well, for, for bang for your buck. For, um, 
I mean, let's face it, cigar smokers sometimes are leather-tongued, and they would smoke something that's a little uh, under-fermented or whatever, but the fact that not only is he absorbing the tax, but fermenting the cigars the right way and putting them out only when they're ready, now when someone does do a brand switch, they go to Perdomo, they're not going anywhere else. Ah. Box after box, it's exactly the same smoke. Yeah, and we appreciate that, Jonathan, and you're right. His attention to detail. Uh, um, I do the factory tours also there. See, factory tour. Bam. There we go. I do the factory <laughs> shameless tours plug. also. Same, shameless <laughs> plug. But when people go down and they see the attention to detail, the checks, the double checks, the fact that. It, it, that it's almost ridiculous. You know, it's it almost ridiculous. It's re- there's redundancy. Yeah. It's like when Nick was an air traffic controller. There's redundant systems and everything, and that's what we do. I mean, at the end, here's my, my favorite example. The box is finished. We have four ladies at the end of the line who take all the cigars back out of the box, wipe the entire box down, make sure that all the cellophane is perfectly aligned, make sure that there's no problems with it, put them back in the box, see this. and sign it off. That's the last check. After it's already been done, they go through. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Guys, so it's already packed and ready to ship. Let's take everything out again and look at it again. Yep. For no reason at all, do they ever find anything wrong? Mm, not very much, Dave. These people, I, I mean, that's the thing. Our factory, our people love their jobs. They're working hard. They put out a great quality they product. They do. They did. And you see it. They seem like happy people. Absolutely. I mean, you go down there, as much as we complain in America how things are, things are bad, things are tough in Nicaragua. It's a third world country and stuff. But I'll tell you, you're talking about thousands of people that work there with smiles on their faces. They're actually happy people. Yes, I agree with you 100%. They, they love what they do. And the good thing is uh, when you go on the factory tours, which, which are available, um, you, get to, you get to put a face with a product. I mean, there's a lot of cigars out there, but people don't know who's the fermentation person, who's right. the head of production, who's the head of packaging, who's the head. And it doesn't become a faceless product anymore. It's kind of cool because you go, I know the guy who fermented that tobacco. I know the head of production. I actually know the guy who rolled that right. 660, my favorite cigar. Is it is cool? Is that your favorite cigar? No, my favorite oh. cigar is an Epicure. Okay. I'm, an Epi- I'm a Toro guy. I'm a Toro guy. Well, Nick is the first guy to really put the big, thick ring gauges out there. Years and years ago with different lines and stuff, he came out with the big, thick cigars. I always shook my head and I said, you know, 60 ring gauges, my God. But all of a sudden, 60 ring gauges are getting all that. And I know we just smoked the champagne earlier, which is my favorite. You guys got a 60-ring-gauge champagne. We do. We have a new cigar coming out the first week of May called the Champagne Super Toro. It's a 6x60. It's going to be in the same price point as the Habano Gordos, which you already carry. And then we have another little treat coming along with it. Nick said, you know what? I'm going to make a cigar called Champagne Noir. And for our French listeners, that means Champagne Black. And it is also going to be in a 660. And the cool thing is we did a triple-fermented Jalapa wrapper which the Jalapa region is is the sweeter tobacco. So you're going to get that that true, you know, subtle sweetness that you get with a Maduro, which is going to be great. And that, that Noir comes in one size, a 60. For now. For okay. now. And if you know Mr. Kemper, Arthur Kemper, sure. he's working on the other sizes. So they will they will fit in the line with the champagnes, and you'll have Figurado and Epicure and Churchill. So and we're Tupido. just a couple of weeks away from this. We are a couple of weeks away. We've been pre-selling it, and you guys actually took advantage and have already bought some, we already which is bought? great. Okay. So we'll, we'll have, have some go. for the show right when they're out. You will, they're out. You, you will have some the first week of May. Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding. Yep. So Rolling we can out. already pick what we're going to smoke there. Yeah, that's sometimes the toughest thing. <laughs> have you smoked what cigar it? Are we I have smoke? not smoked no? the 60. I am not. I'm, I'm dying to smoke it. I no. have. Roy has. Wow, Roy Kirby has smoked the 60. Roy and... 
you're going to say it's good anyway. You're new with the company. You're going to say it's good anyway. But, you know, he wouldn't put it out if it wasn't. So, I mean, there's no sample to it yet. I was looking when you came in. As, Absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Arthur, no, it's like it's like the Sopranos. People don't get to know anything until it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pre-sampling, nothing. So Okay, so th- there's a whole lineup of Perdomo cigars. When you came in early this morning, the first thing I lit up is a Perdomo squared Maduro, which I haven't smoked in quite a while. I enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, the, the whole lineup of the different Perdomos that are out there, Patriarch, which is one of my favorite, favorite cigars. But I'll tell you, you can't take anything away from Nick Sticks. You're Nick's talking a $4 cigar. Yeah. Handmade long fill. What he did, uh, Nick Sticks was out. Way back in the sure. day, and and it was in a big, uh, big tray, and he brought it back, reblended it, and said, "I'm gonna, I've got the name. Nothing ever dies. Right. We just retired the name for a while, so you know we can bring it back when we need it, just like the square. So we brought back the Nick Sticks, but and this, Nick said, this is a better Nick Sticks than the oh. old Nick Sticks. I'll tell you that. And you know what the difference is, Dave? It's us growing that tobacco. Ninety-five yeah, yeah. percent of the tobacco because we're growing it, and and we, it's us. It, if we succeed or fail, it's on us. Correct. Yeah. So the Nick Sticks price point-wise was fantastic, and it's made all the difference in the world because guys have jumped on that cigar. Because, like you said, the economy is where it is, Yeah. and guys want value for money. They want a great long filler cigar, and you know what? I'm biased, but it is. It's a great it's cigar for the, the fa- money. The facts are the facts. Light up a Nick Stick, and you're going to be blown away, keeping in mind that they obviously have to be making some sort of profit with it. I certainly make profit with it when I get it from you guys. The cigar is $4. To go through the process of what, and you guys put as much work into that as you do your, your higher-end cigars. 100%. I agree it, with you, it's, 100%. It, it's the, when I sell that cigar explaining to somebody, I take them over and say, here's an impossible cigar. Because it's four dollars, it's impossible. But here it is. Light one up, try it, and I'll get the boxes ready for you after you smoke that cigar. Because you smoke it and you say, "How is that even possible that it can be that low?" That is actually too low. Nick would agree with you. Yeah. Nick would agree <laughs> it with is you. Too low. He would agree with you. He so, would say that. So I would say take advantage of of, of uh, all Perdomo cigars, but particularly Nick sticks to, to be a value like that is unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, because we're looking at uh, a three dollar. Uh, price point on our cigars from our bundle product up to 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 ten dollars for the high end patriarch. But then you know we've also got the Silvio line, which is still there and has been regenerated. And we've actually what we've done with the Silvio is gone to smaller box sizes. Yeah. So we have a ten count on the Solomon and stuff like that. So we do have cigars in the eighteen to thirty dollar range for the for the guys who want that super super premium. Yeah. So it's available also. Well, again. Uh, Silvio was missing for quite a while, and yep. when I was down at the factory myself, and I saw the Silvio boxes being produced and stuff, I said, what happened to Silvio? And he was explaining to me uh, that a customer from Russia had bought last year's production, not just some of the cigars, took the production. I think he's probably told you this story, but I'll tell you guys this. I don't know if Jonathan knows this, but that Russian market, and Nick's been over there, those guys want the most expensive cigar that you have, and they have sterling silver cigar picks that they actually put into the cigar, and they will smoke the cigar as far as they can. Like, these guys are, they they pay, I I don't know, did he ever talk price with you? No, no. The the prices out there in Russia are unbelievable. But these guys will all, he'll get 100 guys in there, and they'll all buy a box of Silvio, and they don't even bat an eye. Wow. It's unbelievable. It really is. So, yeah, he's right. That's where a lot of our production ends up going, is to the Russians. It sounds It sounds like the Perdomo factory is a lot like Monsters Incorporated movie. After they found out laughter was the answer, they get the kids laughing instead of screaming. You seen the movie? No. You're, You're right, useless. Jonathan. Yeah. So You're absolutely the right. Kids, you know, the, the, the people that come into work, they're happy to go to work, so their production must be up. 
you know, if, if you're if you're looking forward to coming into work, this is what you love doing. Production's going to be up. You're going to have fewer mistakes. There's going to be fewer problems, and so you can afford to lower the price even more, perhaps, because you're not going to have the waste. Absolutely. Well, as as Dave knows, because he's been there, the attention to detail. Our rollers, 425 cigars a day, is is all they do. So they're going to do them right because when they're checked and double checked, if there's a weight differential, if there's a soft spot, that cigar gets rejected. That person has to redo it. So you have to finish your 425 cigars that day to get paid for it. So that the quality and the attention to detail is there, and that makes all the difference. Every cigar draws. Every cigar draws. As a retailer, and I'm selling to my customer, nothing more I want than a, than a happy customer. Customer leaves a box of cigars, it gets, you know, takes a couple out when he's going golf and he gets a bad cigar that doesn't draw. You know where he goes to. He doesn't call Nick Pernomo up. He'd call, mm-hmm. he'd come in a two-guy two smoke shop and yell at me like I rolled a cigar. Right. Well, as a retailer, we're very, very comfortable to sell a Pernomo cigar because we don't want to get somebody that, that's upset. When they when right. they come back, we want happy customers ourselves. So it's a go-to brand for a retailer. Uh, it's a good value. It's uh, you know more than fair uh, to the customer. And being a Nicaraguan cigar, and we have a lot of Nicaraguan cigars. The problem I find with a lot of Nicaraguan cigars is they bite you back. I mean, p- people want supposedly full-bodied cigars, and I'll tell you, you know, you're saying this is medium-body. I'd say it's a little more than that, medium-plus anyway, but it, it is missing that bite, yes. which is not a good thing. That bite is not a good thing. Thank some you, people, Some people Thank look you, at it as, as, as that bite is, um, oh, it, it, it has a lot emperor, of power. It's the emperor's to... new clothes kind of thing. You know, everybody says the bite is good, and so therefore it must be good. It's, it's not good. It, it's, a, it's raw, under-fermented tobacco taste. Absolutely. That, that, that somebody will say, wow, that's, that's the oomph I'm looking for. Do you know what? I think a lot of it is perception, guys. And there's a story that Nick told when he was in Europe. There was a guy smoking a Cuban cigar, and he relit it like six, seven, eight times. And Nick's like, what are you doing? And he goes, well, what's the matter? He goes, well, you really have to puff on Cuban cigars, and they never they never drop properly, and, and they're, you know, they're, they're hard to light. And Nick goes, what? <laughs> he goes, what are you talking about? They go. That's the way Cuban cigars are, but that's the perception that these guys have. And that's so Nick right. gives them a Perdomo, and they're pulling on it. It's easy drawn. It tastes great. And then the, they don't understand that. Cigar smoking shouldn't be your job. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not married to this thing for two hours. I should be able to smoke it and enjoy it. Absolutely. Kick back and relax and think about things, not have to think about, oh, I need to relight it, or I need to puff on it every 30 seconds to or keep it lit. put a poker in it. Right. Yeah. Oh, when somebody yeah. comes in and looks for that, they come in the store and say, do you have those things that draw inside the cigar and you can clean it out and stuff? And I say, no, we don't carry them. And they, I said, so what do you buy, Cuban cigars? And they go, yeah, I got a, re- I got a box from a buddy of mine, and we got this thing with a story that goes along with it. Oh, my God. Well, I said, the good news is that they're probably real. Yeah, you're right. They <laughs> probably are real. And you need a, a draw poker, and you've got to actually dry the cigar out, and there's a lot of work to it. And it'll be, it'll be interesting if the embargo ever gets lifted, what ends up happening. I think that's going to be a short-lived little boom that's going to happen, that people are going to be fed up with a $25 cigar that they can't draw. I agree. I think the, 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 the big plus probably if the embargo gets lifted is that we will be able to blend Cuban tobacco with other tobaccos, and if, if people get in there and are able to work those fields properly and get that tobacco back to where it used to be in the in the glory days, then you'll have some great cigars from that. But as a pure pure a puro, right? Cuban cigar, I don't know. If you're if you're dealing with my fear, you know, if I was a Cuban grower, is that the perception of that old tobacco it was just better than everything else. Now everybody has good tobacco. I don't. I can't see. Cuba being able to grow tobacco as good as Nicaragua does 
now because they're behind. They're right unhappy now. people. Yes. They are very, very unhappy people. It's quite the opposite. Right. Any, anybody, they, they, they go on rubber rafts and stuff to get out of there. Inner I mean, tubes. They right. Inner tubes. They're, they're risking their life to get out. It can't be good, right? No, <laughs> absolutely. Can't I'm going to go jump in shark-infested water because right. I can't stand it here anymore. Right. And, and if, if I make it, good. If I don't make it, that's good, too, because I just can't be here anymore. And, and imagine having a business that that's how the, the people feel that work for you. You've you got to imagine production is not too good. No. Quality control is not too good. The guy checking the quality ain't happy being there either. And what's in it for them? I mean, they're, they're impoverished, very, very unhappy people. Anyway, hey, I'm looking forward to Nick's going to come up here on Father's Day week, actually, visit our three stores, and we'll definitely get them on the radio, too. But then again, we're having them come up in on September 21st. They're two guys. Oh, excellent. We, we do our 26th anniversary this year, and this year we're giving away, I showed you a picture earlier, which is the uh, 1936 Cadillac Fleetwood. Wow. And what we're going to do is we're going to do it based upon Monopoly, the game Monopoly. Each Monopoly real estate piece, I guess they call it, is instead of being Baltic Ave and whatever it is, mm. it's going to be the different cigar brands that are going around. So awesome. a thousand Monopoly games are built. And one of the spaces, obviously, is Perdomo, which every time, uh, you know, I go back to some old pitches and stuff, and Nick's been around, it's saying 10th anniversary. It's longer than that. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Dave. Next year will be 20 years for, for 20? Nick. Yep. Okay. Next so, year will be 20. So he, he, I'm sure he's going to do something special for that. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I can't say anything, but, yeah, probably. So uh, I'll tell you, he's, uh, as much as I'm a fan of Perdomo Cigars and what he does, Nick is a guarantee each time that we're, we're running something that we send a letter out to the different manufacturers. The first phone call we get is Nick saying, I'm definitely in. You know that, right? And I said, no, I don't know that. You decide if you want to do it. No, no, I'm definitely in. And he's always uh, taking place in it. So uh, we're looking forward to two weeks from now, we're going to start selling tickets to it. And Nick himself is coming up. He brought his wife with him. You, you talk about a family business. Uh, I know for Father's Day happens to be his daughter's birthday. And his son and his wife are all coming up to our store Fantastic. for Father's Day week to actually spend Father's Day with us. And crazy enough, I got them the week before, and I got the whole family. And, okay. I'm, and they're in Alabama because his son's going to be going to University of Alabama in September. Right. So I get him for a week, too. Well, so. you know, if you need to spend time with your family, which he, he loves his family and wants to spend time, the only way to do it is to take them on the road with you because we're all workaholics. Road trip. Right. We're going we're to have to go work together. <laughs> if you want to spend time with your family, your family has to come to work with you. So I love it. it That's it's good. Awesome. It's Family awesome. business. Fantastic. So, yeah, we got a lot going on. Do you hear any news of things coming out in the future that you can divulge the information? Or We have a, we have a new cigar, uh, Jonathan and Dave, that uh, is going to come out probably uh, between now and the show. Uh, but we're working on uh, some name changes. The cigar has been made. The cigar is fantastic. But I can't tell you anything else about it because Arthur, you know Arthur Kemper, yeah. is very hush-hush. But you guys will be pleasantly surprised with this new cigar when it We want the out. scoop. We want it before anyone yeah, else gets it. I can't do it, John. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be today. Just before it goes, you know, the day before or whatever. Well, Sneak if, us an if, email. if it isn't out, then maybe you can uh, twist uh, Nick's arm a little bit, see if he's willing to reveal anything. And we're okay with smoking a cigar without a band. Well, that, we that you can do. Okay. Because I know he's got samples. All right. I know he's got samples. Actually, I like smoking a cigar without a band because it's no predetermined 
nope. taste or anything Absolutely. you're thinking of. We do it all the time. Uh, you know, a, a belief of a cigar maker is you're getting most of the flavor of a cigar from the outside wrapper leaf. And that's where most of the flavor comes from. Our belief on the Cigar Authority is most of the flavor comes from the cigar band, the paper wrapped around the cigar, <laughs> because people predetermine it. And, yes. you know, we are talking about Cuban cigars earlier. Somebody ends up handing somebody what is to believe to be believed as a Cuban cigar. The guy says, this is a great cigar. It's a Cuban, blah, blah, blah. Or it's brand XYZ, so therefore it's a great cigar, too. Take the band off and tell me how that cigar is. Absolutely. Take a look at that cigar without the band off it and tell me if that's a good cigar. We did it in Nicaragua, Dave. We took the Fresco, our, our bundle product. We took Ugh. the band off, and we gave it to a bunch of guys that were down on a tour. And they all smoked it, and they said, this is a fantastic cigar. And I said, okay, how much did you pay for it? Eight, nine dollars. I said, three? Yeah. And they're like, what is this? I said, Fresco. And they're like, you're kidding. No. And that's, like you said, it's true. The preconceived notion of that band puts things in people's heads. Now all of a sudden it's prices, what you think it is, and you say, oh, <laughs> Fresco, you know, we talked about Nick Sticks. Now you're going to go go down even another buck a stick mm -hmm. and go to Fresco, which is, there's no packaging, there's no box, it comes in right. a bundle, right. but it is an A-quality cigar, long-filled at $3 a cigar. Does Nick do any short-filled stuff? That's coming. Interesting. There, I just let you in on a tidbit. Perfect. Here we go. So <laughs> if the long-filled cigar is $3, what's the short-filled going to yeah. be, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> do the math. Absolutely. This, this is what this, you know, the the old thing is this country needs a good five cent cigar, and that was 100, 100 years ago or something. But this country needed a good five dollar cigar, and Nick Perdomo certainly did it. And now it's four and three. It's unbelievable. And I think you guys are going to just wrap it up. I think you're going to just uh, take the take the industry. I mean, you got to see. I know as a retailer, we have tremendous growth with the Perdomo line. You've got to be seeing that across the. We country. are, Dave. We are. Um, We've got 14 reps across the country, and, and the markets have, have steadily grown. And, and you're seeing it. You're seeing market penetration throughout the country. Uh, Texas is very solid. Florida, obviously, because that's where we're based. And we have Nick's brother, Billy, right. down there, and that helps a lot. When you walk in the door and you say, hey, I'm Billy Perdomo, Perdomo Cigars. That's a no-brainer. Right. That's I no should just change the last name of all of your reps. I'm changing my name to Perdomo. To Christopher Perdomo. Perdomo. How are so you? So where is your territory? Do you my, have a territory? I do. I'm a dual-purpose guy. I'm the national sales manager. Plus, I do uh, Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi, which, believe it or not, are fantastic states, great cigar smokers. Because, like your, yourselves, you guys are a zero-tax state. We're, we're very low-tax in, in Alabama and Mississippi, so we do well. And Georgia's 23 so they they do well too because the Atlanta market, believe it or not, there's probably 90 stores in a 50 mile radius no wow. kidding. of yeah. downtown. So it's it's a solid market, and even with the 23 percent tax, guys are still stepping up and buying cigars, which is great. So you have to do your territory, then you got to watch the other guys across yeah. the, the country. And do, yeah, do, duel is it's all it's all good. A lot of frequent flyer miles. It's all good. I got to imagine. Well, you see my Facebook yeah. pictures. I'm the food guy on there. I'm a man versus food plus cigars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice plus cigars. You, so. you certainly eat well because That's I see this. Thing, <laughs> the lobster rolls were fantastic the other day in Maine. Fantastic, beautiful. So, how did you get your start in this business? Where did you, where did uh, you come from? All right, I hate to admit this, but I'm going to admit it. I'm originally from Canada. Okay. And I, and, and well, you'll have some fans on our chat box. we got three of them right on there. Awesome. Hey, Canadians. How are you? Yeah. Um, and what I did is I worked for U.S. Tobacco. Right. So I was selling Skoll in Copenhagen. Okay. And by default, in Canada, we were going to start selling the Don Tomas line. Sure. So they said to two guys, or they said to us, they said, who, who smokes cigars? Two of us put our hands up. And they go, okay, you're married, you're not, you're the cigar manager. 
So that's no how I got kidding, the job. Huh? So that's how I got the job. Worked up there for three or four years. Always said, I want to work in the States. I want to work in the States. Got a transfer. Worked for U.S. Cigar down here. Did very well. U.S. Cigar got absorbed by General. Right. I got picked up by Mr. Aroa. Worked for Christian for a oh, few years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I worked for Christian for a few years. And Camacho, then, yeah. And then, uh, and then the, it's funny because Nick had three former U.S. Cigar guys working for him. And so I went on board with Nick and haven't looked back. It's been fantastic. Well, I know that was Christian Aroa's biggest mistake. I don't know if you've ever heard, but that was his biggest mistake. I, I've heard it out of his mouth. I've I've heard it, Dave. I've that, heard it. Okay. Yes, I have. That was an error, and uh, he paid the price. Yeah, we, I did. We, I did. I have heard yeah, that. Yeah, so, so. It, it says a lot. You know, m most of them, uh, you know, A-type personalities, these are bosses that run their own show and stuff. And uh, I know I've never made a mistake, but some of these guys actually <laughs> have made. No, this is how it is, you know, self-employed uh, people and stuff. They don't think they make a mistake. So when you a a actually hear it from them, that, you know what, I wow. made a big mistake. So, wow. Well, I appreciate it. that, yeah, Dave. Okay. I, you know, that's a, that's a compliment, uh, and, and it's good, but I appreciate it. But, no, I haven't looked back. I, I love uh, working for Nick. And like you said, Janine, I've got the – it's a family thing, and that's what I like because we've seen Natalie and Nicholas grow up, the kids, yeah. into young adults and, and – uh, Nicholas wants in the business, which yes, is fantastic, does. you know, and I think, uh, don't you have him coming up here to work for you or something? I would love I, it. I think I heard something about that, that he might be coming up to work. Uh, well, I, I, I certainly opened it up to him, and, uh, you know, I was a, a strong supporter to, you know, bring him up, uh, teach him the cigar business. That's what he's going to do. Uh, we're going to put him through college for four years. I said, this kid's ready. You know, don't do it. Big mistake. I think it's a mistake, but then again, I mean, it, it, it's a whole long argument of uh, discussing the value of it. But, uh, you know, this this guy is as passionate about cigars as, as his father is. I've seen it. And uh, I, I said, I think he's fantastic. And, Nick, you spend a little time with him and, and uh, bring him to the next level and, and you're ready to go. Or you can waste four years and teach him about <laughs> whatever. But, hey, that's a, a thing for another thing. I hear music playing in the background. Yeah, we got about a minute left. We're going to bump on out. All right, next week we got a big show coming here. Lawyers and uh, limos. L lawyers and limos. Uh, we're going to have the uh, g guy from the limo company that allows smoking in his limos. Doesn't just allow it, he encourages it. He encourages it, right. And the guy from CigarLaw.com, Frank Herrera. Yes. Herrera is going to join us. we got Todd Humes from Villiga coming in. And uh, there's a book out there written by a doctor entitled The Health Benefits of Tobacco. You won't believe what they found out. I'm a believer already anyway. As am I. So we'll, tell, we'll talk about that a lot more next week on the Cigar Authority. Chris Hopper, thank you very much. Thanks, David. And anybody out there listening, Jonathan, if you want to take you. advantage of Perdomo's great prices, they're even better today at Two Guys in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Go Route 95, take exit one to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, and they got a deal and a half on Perdomo cigars for the rest of the day. So come on by. Come on, stop by. We'll see you next week, everybody, on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. So long.